back in the 1920s, a couple of college students who had spent the afternoon drinking were passing by a church. And they noticed that confessions were being heard inside and thought it would be funny to try to come up with the most outrageous, scandalous list of sins they could think of for someone to commit just to see how shocked they could make the priest and to see what kind of reaction he would have in response. And so they did. They came up with a list, but then couldn't agree with who would be so brave to go into the confessional and try this goof on this priest. So one of the guys looked at to this one man named John, who had initiated the whole thing, who wasn't even Catholic, by the way, and said, well, it was your idea. Put up or shut up. I bet you $20 you don't have the guts to go and do it. So John did. He went into the confessional, gave the priest the wild list of sins that was thought up by the group, and a few minutes later came running out of the church with a piece of paper in his hand laughing as he said, pay up. And they asked, well, what did he say? And John responded, nothing. As I went through the whole list of stuff, he never said a word, and at the end, he just handed this paper to me and said, it's my penance. And they said, well, did you read it? What does it say? What did you do? And he said, I, come on, I didn't read this. Don't be stupid. I'm not going to do this. So the friends pushed back and said, well, then you didn't really do the whole confession thing then. You have to do the whole thing or we're not going to give you the $20. So we went back into the church and he read the note. And the paper said, kneel before the crucifix at the altar and repeat 10 times, all this you did for me and I don't give a damn. No problem, the guy thought as he knelt down at the altar, he uttered the words a few times, but the more he looked at the cross, the crown of thorns, the nailed hands, the pierced side, the infinite sadness in the crucified's eyes, the words started coming out a little differently. You did that for me, and I don't give a damn. By the end, he was in tears as the words became simply, you did that for me. A half an hour later, his friends wondered what was taking so long, what had happened, and they went in and found him crying like a baby on the altar rail. A year later, this man would become a Catholic, and then years later, the Cardinal Archbishop of Paris. Each year on Palm Sunday, something unique occurs that doesn't happen on any other Sunday. The gospel is proclaimed by the entire congregation. We each have a role in the passion. Not because it's too long for the priest to do themselves or to make sure that the congregation doesn't lose attention as the, the lengthy reading goes on. Quite simply, this makes it personal for us. It's meant to remind each and every one of us that because of our sinfulness, we each have a role, we each have a part, we each speak a line that brings about Jesus' death on the cross. Sometimes that line is shouted loudly and boldly, screaming, crucify him. Sometimes it's a line spoken subtly, but just as destructively, mumbling, I don't know the man, as we deny Christ. 
in spite of those failures on our part as human beings from generation to generation. Jesus allows this to occur. His one-time event of his passion for the sins of all humanity, for all history, is made present in this word and on our altar in the Eucharist. And that is God the Father's definitive and eternal response to humanity. That no matter how cruel or how indifferent or how hurtful we can be to him, and to one another. His arms remain stretched out in the most definitive act of love that the history of humanity has ever recorded for you and for me. The question we're left with as we kneel before the crucified one is do we give a damn?